Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to Pepe's Parlay. I'm your host, Joe Pepe Manueli. And uh, on the show, for those of you who have been watching for the last few weeks, uh, I go through the weekly NFL um, picks, and uh, we go through the slate. We pick our favorite Thursday night football bets, uh, which typically is a single bet or a teaser on the single game. Sometimes that, that's been a popular bet for us. Uh, I also like to uh, pick early slate. We go for three games. We pick uh, a parlay for the 1 o'clock Eastern games or 10 a.m. Pacific games. Uh, we give you a uh, pick for the, the best afternoon slate, which sometimes includes Sunday night football. Uh, and then we'll either pick Sunday night football or Monday night football, uh, where we'll do a single bet or possibly even do a uh, two-team teaser for that as well, depending on how um the weekend is shaping up and how we're feeling in general so first of all before i get started uh i want to do a quick shout out to uh our new sponsor our partner from uh, the lovely circa las vegas um if you're watching this on video you'll be able to click on that qr code and you'll be able to go directly to their website um one of the most incredible sports books in vegas it's the biggest one but it's also, um, from a seating perspective, from a visibility perspective, uh, it's a true stadium seating experience that you get. Uh, highly recommend it if uh, you're in Vegas. Uh, it's right on Fremont Street. Um, interesting thing about Circa, the hotel is brand new. Um, no one under 21 is allowed in the casino, which is interesting. So everyone gets carded. Uh, regardless of your age, even though I have gray beard, I have to show ID before I go there. Uh, Bernsey and I are actually going to be at Circa tomorrow uh, watching Thursday Night Football with some guests and some friends. Uh, and then going off to one of the gems in Las Vegas, Barry Steakhouse, um, which is basically in the basement of uh, Circa. But look, this is saying a lot, but it's my favorite steakhouse. Uh, we really like STK at Cosmo as well. But if you want an old school New York style steakhouse, nothing beats Barry's. Uh, tell them that uh, your friends at No Filter sent you um, and, and enjoy that. So welcome to the show. Uh, without further ado, before I get going today uh, and, and start showing my picks from last week and we talk a little bit about how we did, um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, where we are right now with, with the NFL. So. Uh, I have my Miami Dolphins hat on. My fins, you know, won again. Started off a little bit slow, down 14-0 to Carolina. Uh, then outscored them 42 to 10 or something ridiculous. Very one-sided game. Uh, covered easily, won by three touchdowns. It's almost like they got a little bit like they weren't quite ready for the game or something. They got a little surprised. Maybe took Carolina a little bit for granted. But they were able to turn that offense on like that. Uh, nobody comes close to Miami as far as offensive power capabilities. They can beat you so many ways. Everybody talks about Tua and Cheetah, but that running game and that offensive line and, and the job that McDaniel is doing, McDaniel, as you know, is the head coach of the Dolphins, used to be uh, out in uh, San Francisco, was the offensive coordinator of the Niners, is absolutely second to none. So, I'm going to give you my uh, my current ranking of the top five teams in the NFL. Um, and, and this one's interesting because uh, the NFL issues one, uh, CBS Sports issues one, uh, The Athletic does a, a ranking of, of all the teams in the NFL. 
Um, it's kind of, you know, it's, 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 it's early in the season, but six games, you'll learn quite a bit. And, um, you know, injuries matter in this league, um, make a huge, huge difference from week to week. Um, and, and that kind of dictates why some of the teams are doing better than others. But uh, I'll, anyway, I'll give you my top five. We'll start off with uh, number one. I still think the San Francisco 49ers are the team to beat in the NFL. Uh, they had a really tough loss. They really should have won that game. 41-yard field goal. Uh, young rookie uh, kicker who had not missed yet before going into Cleveland. Uh, missed two field goals, but uh, they could have won it. Cleveland played great defensively. They hung out with the Niners. Uh, but the Niners were hit with several injuries throughout the game. You know, going back to what I just talked about, uh, CMC had an oblique um, injury. Uh, Debo Samuel wobbled off the field. They had some offensive lineman issues. Uh, and despite that, almost pulled off the win. None of the injuries appear to be season-ending or, 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 or really you know, difficult at this point in time. So I still like the Niners at number one. I'm going to put the Miami Dolphins at number two on my list. Uh, there are still some concerns with uh, Miami's defense. Uh, Nick Fangio, who's the new much heralded defensive coordinator, hasn't really brought this team together yet. But you could see the progress. You could see players coming back off injury. Jalen Ramsey is one guy who was you know, signed as a free agent at the beginning of the year. This was a definite um, weakness with, uh, with the Miami Dolphins. Ramsey is practicing today. So he's now, he has a 21-day window to come off IR. He will play in the next three weeks. That is amazing news for Miami Dolphins fans. And, you know, if you get coverage in the back, you give your defensive lineman more time to attack the quarterback, uh, makes a big, big difference. So anyway, I'm going to put this one out there. I love, love, love Miami at number two. I'm going to put the Philadelphia Eagles at number three. Um, tough loss last weekend to the Jets. I'm not sold on this team. Like I offensively, I just haven't seen them, you know, really gel. Defensively, they're middle of the pack. Um, you know, obviously, there's no better team on third and short or even fourth and short. Um, this is a play that you know basically is unstoppable. Some folks are saying that the uh the tushy tussle or whatever they call it um needs to be outlawed. At the end of the day, it looks like a rugby scrum. Nobody does it better than the Eagles. Uh, this team, though, soup to nuts, is probably the best team on paper. I, you know, I would put them like 1A, 1B in the NFC. I, I, I think that either the Eagles or uh, the Niners will come out of the NFC and go back to the Super Bowl. Uh, at number four, the very surprising, the shockingly surprising Detroit Lions. The Lions are a very impressive five, five and one. You saw them uh, play, you know, come together towards the end of last year, had one of the strongest finishes, almost made the playoffs. If you're any team in the NFL right now, this is probably the last team you want to face in the first round of the playoffs. That being said, they're playing well enough that they may not be a wild card pick. Um, keep an eye on the on, on these Lions. Uh, I'm riding them right now. I really, really like them a lot. Um, and, and then just to round off my top five, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs, I mean, when you look at them from a betting perspective, they haven't covered a lot of spreads. They haven't blown anybody out. 
Mahomes doesn't have a lot of explosive people to throw to. Ever since they lost Tyreek Hill, um, you know, obviously they've got uh, Kelsey. Of course, they have Kelsey, as my daughter reminds me. My 13-year-old daughter is uh, very, very well equipped to talk about the schedule of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and whether Taylor Swift is going to be there or not. Uh, but other than Kelsey, who's that solid, you know, best tight end in the league, um, you could argue there's a few others that might be right up there. Kittle would make a strong argument, but Kelsey's still your, your top guy. Uh, above and beyond that, you're relying on guys like Pacheco in the backfield uh, to, to make the big plays. On the wide receiver side, um, you know, they um, made a trade. They actually got from the Jets. They got uh, McCall Hardman back today. Um, he was a WR3 last year. Just gives you an idea of, of, of how the Chiefs are looking for some extra help at the wide receiver position. Uh, Tony, who came over from the Jets, or sorry, from the Giants, uh, turned out to be a huge disappointment. He's just not making it happen right now, unfortunately. So, Anyway, let's uh, let's keep going, and, and we'll talk a little bit about my picks from last week, um, and I'll give you a little bit of a um, a prediction on what I like this year in Week Seven. Uh, you know, all in all, like I'm not gonna lie, I, I kind of like how we did last week. I'm gonna go back here. I'm gonna start the slideshow. There we go. And as this is loading, Pepe's parlay. I got a new font for this week. Uh, so let's let's talk a little bit about what we did last week. So we had the Kansas City Chiefs um, in Thursday night football. You know, this was interesting. We talked a little bit about you know how the NFL is really trying hard to create an environment where um, Thursday night football is a little bit more exciting, and um, unfortunately. We, we got a dud of a game. Uh, the Denver Broncos just can't get anything going. Um, they are definitely on the bottom of the, you know, if I talk about the top five, you know, Denver's bottom three at this juncture. Um, we had a teaser with Kansas City, which we played down. Ten and a half was just a lot. Uh, we played Kansas City minus four and a half, and then the teaser at over 38 and a half. So it turns out Kansas City covered that end of it, but there was just not enough points to, to get us over even 38 and a half, if you can think about that. Uh, so this was an under. And actually, if you looked at the whole weekend, there was a lot of low-scoring games this week. I don't traditionally like playing the overs and the unders um, because of that. And weather starts coming into play. I even like that even less. So we lost that first bet. Um, we move on to Sunday on the early parlay side. Um, we had the Niners to cover six and a half. And quite frankly, this was the right side of the bet. I mean, we should have won that bet uh, had the Niners stayed healthy. I say this with all the picks that I make. You watch those injury wires going into the game. Um, you know, that being said, uh, we lost it. Six and a half is a lot of points on the road. I thought the Niners were going to be able to cover. Uh, they almost ended up winning that game. But that leg of the parlay basically sunk us. Um, we were riding the Texans. How good are those Houston Texans? I mean, like 100%, uh, it, it, you know, bang on that, that we were able to, um, to, to keep riding the, uh, the Houston Texans for another victory uh, over the Saints. And then Cincinnati covering over Seattle. We got two out of three. Um, unfortunately, unlike Meatball uh, or Meatloaf or whatever the name of that band was, 
two out of three ain't bad. In our particular case, two out of three when you're parlaying is bad. And so now we start off Sunday morning and we're down three units right off the top. Then we talked a lot about the Sunday afternoon picks. And remember I told you I really, really like the early picks. Um, and in retrospect, you know, like knowing what I know now, would I have done anything differently? Absolutely not. I mean, the Niners really should have covered six and a half. If CMC finishes the game, if Debo stays in the game, uh, Brock does this thing, uh, you hit those two field goals, the Niners win and they cover. But one of two teams that were left undefeated at that point loses. And now we go into, you know, the afternoon slate and we have the New York Jets against the Eagles, which we just talked about. There were two undefeated teams going into week six. Uh, the Eagles and the Niners. Well, the Niners go down and the New York Jets hosting the Eagles. And I had the Jets to cover seven. Again, not impressed with the Eagles. Like on paper, they have all the pieces, but they're not gelling. Defensively, they're not gelling. Offensively, they're not blowing teams out. They're going to you know, grind with you. They're going to like claw and scratch and you know, it was a, a pretty ugly 5-0 and compared to the Niners 5-0. and uh, And you kind of felt that this thing was happening, that they were going to end up losing a game. Who do they lose to? They lose to the New York Jets, right, who were playing without Sauce Gardner, you know, probably one of the best defensive backs in the NFL. Um, they're missing their two starting DBs. Regardless, even without their two DBs in the lineup, the Eagles couldn't get any um, passing offense going. And the Jets not only covered, the Jets win outright. I did not call that, but, you know, big check mark there for calling the Jets to beat or to cover the seven points against the Eagles at home. Uh, the second pick that we had, this was more about fading uh, the New England Patriots than it was backing Las Vegas. Jimmy G just does enough, <laughs> and he just did enough again. Um, and we got the ball over the line on that one. We won the second leg of that parlay. And then finally... Again, what did we do? We faded the Minnesota Vikings, sorry, the, the, the Chicago Bears. The Bears lose 16 games in a row. Last week uh, wins a game. And, you know, I just didn't see that those two games in a row, you know, coming together. Even though the Bears are playing at home, the Vikings are a little bit better. They covered, not by a lot, but they still covered. And we hit our parlay. So on this particular one, uh, that $100 bet paid $600. Now we're up $300. Uh, that last bet that we had, we had the Bills destroying the Giants. Uh, the Bills ended up being really, really lucky to win that game at all. I don't know what is going on with the Buffalo Bills. The Giants uh, on Sunday Night Football just got their shit together, for lack of a better word, um, and really should have upset the Bills. Like, there was a couple of opportunities here where uh, the Giants had the ball at the end of the first half with less than whatever, 10, 12 seconds on the clock. And the clock ran out. They didn't even kick the field goal. They decided to run the ball, give the ball to Saquon Barkley. He gets tackled at the one-yard line. And they walk off the field without any points. And then towards the end, questionable call. The ball was, you know, first and goal at the one-yard line. It looked like a pass interference call against Waller, which was not called. And the Bills basically get out by the skin of their teeth and uh, are able to get the victory, but unfortunately did not cover. So 
after all was said and done in a very, very tricky last week in week six. And I got to tell you, a lot of people got their butts kicked last weekend. I could tell you the bookies did really, really well. A lot of money on the Niners, a lot of money on the Eagles. When you have two undefeated teams who lose in the same week, you know that things are going to you know, not turn out to be very positive there for people who are betting. Uh, and then, of course, the Bills, you think going up against the Giants. So, uh, But look, we're, we're going to take the W for week six. Uh, after all was said and done, even with two units on, uh, you know, being down two units on Thursday night football and then being down a single unit, uh, against, uh, with the Niners, you know, killing our second parlay, we still ended up the week being up two units. So up $200. And if you look at the two parlays, we got five out of six, very, very impressive week. Um, and again, we're on the positive side. So we've been tracking this from the beginning. If you've been playing exactly the same bets that I've been telling you, if you're $100 better, you're up $1,000 going into week number seven. All right. So now let's go over to uh, our picks for week seven. So week seven, a couple of things that uh, are going to be quite interesting here. Um, Thursday night football now, we might we may have seen the shift last week. <laughs> to this week now uh, where, where the Thursday night games are boring and the Monday night football games are fun. Uh, Thursday night football um, has the Jacksonville Jaguars who won two games in England, uh, including beating the, the aforementioned Buffalo Bills. Uh, they go on the road against the New Orleans Saints. So uh, right now the Saints are one and a half point favorites, basically a toss up. The OU on this, anything it's, anytime it's under 40, you know, it's going to be a sleeper. Uh, the Saints are exceptionally, exceptionally good um, on defense, ranked number second and number fourth against the pass and the run uh, in that order. And then we have the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, you know, are playing pretty decent uh, after all is said and done. Uh, I like the Saints in this one. I just kind of think this, this is a letdown week right now for the Jaguars. Also to note, today on Wednesday, this, this show is being taped and recorded on Wednesday, um, just keep an eye on this. The Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback uh, is did not practice today. So he, w- he went from healthy to doubtful. He got injured in, in the last game that they played. Um, so if the Jags have to go to their backup quarterback, this is actually going to – this line will probably be moved closer to three, maybe three and a half. Uh, I like the Saints, and if you're going to bet this game, I would put your bet in today, Right. Uh, I think now is the time to uh, to lock that that unit in. You don't necessarily want to wait until you know Friday practice, Sunday practice, and the injury report comes out. If you like the Saints, which I do, right? Uh, the line is only going to move more in favor of the Saints. The Saints are really tough at home, and they're a tough defensive team. They're a 500 team right now, uh, but I like the Saints to win in a bit of a letdown game for the Jaguars. Uh, then we move on to the uh, Sunday games. Now, uh, early slate, uh, we talked a little bit about the Lions, right? So I have Lions a number three in my ranking right now. The Detroit Lions are playing on the road against the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are a weird team. Um, a lot of injuries in the backfield, um, you know, lost their starting uh, running back, D.K. Dobbins, at the beginning of the year. Uh, offensively, they're weird. They, they give the ball away a lot. There's a lot of drop passes. This team is playing sloppy, and they shouldn't be playing sloppy 
going into week seven. The opposite of sloppy is the Detroit Lions. This team is playing tight. This team is together. This team has a complete sense of unity across special teams, offense and defense. Really love the way the Lions are playing. Uh, I actually like the Lions. The Ravens are actually three-point favorites. I like the Lions to win outright. Take the points for the parlay. If you want to juice that up, uh, you go from minus 110 to plus 120, plus 130 on this leg. If you money line the Lions, uh, I'm probably going to put a little bit of money on the money line on the Lions here separately anyway. And they are, ladies and gentlemen, my back up the truck. Don't tell the wife how much we're betting on this game. Pick of the week, the Lions beating the Ravens this week. Uh, we are four and two on the back of the truck picks. Uh, and we lost the last two. The Niners were you know, a big disappointment last week. Uh, so we hope to get back on track on our pick of the week. Uh, that's a bet that we'll definitely be playing separately. Uh, Ravens are a good team, though, right? So, you know, I, I, I'm not exactly, you know, rating uh, the second mortgage on this one, but this is the favorite game that I have, especially in the early slate. Uh, as we move towards the uh, the next pick, again, like the, the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Bears. Like the Raiders... Again, you know, will they be able to do enough? Yes, I think so. Uh, I really like this pick. Uh, I like the the um, the, um, the Raiders to be able to continue uh, the streak that they're on. Um, the Bears are just terrible. This is more about fading the Bears than anything else. I look for teams that uh, are not very good. And speaking of fading teams, the Washington Commanders, um, a.k.a. the Washington Redskins, a.k.a. the WTF team, um, are going on the road to play the Giants. The Giants played respectfully last week, um, but at the end of the day, um, I this is a horrible, horrible team. I, I love the way Washington pressures the quarterback. Uh, this is going to be a difficult game for the Giants' offensive line. Uh, I like the Washington Redskins to cover um, – those three points very easily. So Lions, Raiders, and Washington are my three picks for the early slate. Uh, then we go to the Sunday, the late picks. Uh, we have Los Angeles Rams at home. Um, man, I, I, I can't figure this Ram team out. Um, I think they're a much better team than they've been playing. They're only three-point favorites against the Steelers. Uh, they got cutback which gives them a natural advantage right off the top. Um, the best wide receiver in the NFL, you could argue, certainly on a fantasy perspective. Uh, the guy is a machine he, from a target perspective. And then Puka or Puka Nakua or whatever, however you pronounce his name. It's probably not Puka. I'll go with Puka Nakua, uh, who's turned out to be like uh, almost a mirror image of Cooper Cup. Uh, but I, I just think that then you – and, and Higby in, at the tight end position – who I'm waiting to see pop. This offensive line gives them enough protection to, to go out and find one of these three targets. Uh, they're relatively healthy. They still haven't established a running game, but against the Steelers, I think they'll be able to handle this team easily, like the Rams at minus three to cover. Uh, second game, again, look for the, the teams that you want to fade. If you notice against my picks again, I I have the three worst leagues teams in the NFL in my mind. I've got the Broncos, the Giants, and the Bears. 
um, and I'm betting against them. So there's two ways to play this, right? You can play four teams that you like, or you can bet against teams that you don't like. So in this particular case, the Packers, I think, will be able to go on the road in Denver. Uh, they're a plus one or minus one favorite right now. It's basically a pick and game. Uh, I like the Packers to win. No advantage in, in, in money lining them at minus one. Take the point um, and just see where it goes. Um, and then finally, the game of the week. I mean, this is the one game that, that everybody um, is waiting for. This will determine, you know, are the Miami Dolphins legit? The reason that the Miami Dolphins are not ranked number one by most people is because of that one ass kicking they got in Buffalo, uh, who's a four and two team now. And so the, the, if you look at the record of all the other teams they face, I mean, look, they beat the Chargers on the road at, in, in the first game of the year. Like I, I think I, I, I don't buy the week schedule argument so much with with the with the Finns. They're able to score against anyone, regardless. The crowd noise really came into effect. I think the crowd really played a big factor. Tyreek actually was the first one to admit that he couldn't hear anything. The signal calling. I think they went into Buffalo unprepared. I think they're going to take the lessons from that Buffalo Bills game and they're going to bring that to Philadelphia. And now, like, look at the Eagles, right? So. Eagles have, like I said, haven't quite been able to get this offense really, really rolling. They do run the ball well. They haven't been able to pass the ball exceptionally well. Even though they have the tools, I expect this game to be an offensive firework, by the way. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be the Sunday night game uh, on um, um, the, uh, I'm not sure what channel, probably the NFL Network is going to cover that. Um, but it's going to be a fun game to watch regardless of where, you know, which side you're on. I like the Dolphins to money line this one and to win against the Eagles. They're just rolling right now. Uh, they're healthy. You know, Waddle is back. Tyreek is back. Uh, Chase um, is, from a defensive perspective, we, we actually have some pressure on the quarterback. We're starting to see. It was an acquisition we made last year uh, on the defensive end side. And, um, you know, I, I think they're going to be able to stop the Eagles enough whose offense has been a little bit slow to get going. Um, and the Eagles are just not clicking right now. Now, are the Eagles going to be there in the second half of the year? And are they going to be in contention for the NFC? Absolutely. But the Finns are rolling right now. Like, they are just clicking on all cylinders. Uh, Mostert is is running up a storm. At Shane, who's in the IR right now, rookie running back, scoring two, three touchdowns a game. So many weapons on this team. And then there's another player, Claypool, who uh, Miami picked up, uh, who was a rookie last year from Canada, actually. This guy is a beast. Like, he is – he's built like a tight end. There's a rumor that he may actually play as a tight end for the Dolphins. Um, that would be ridiculous if they had that kind of an offensive weapon against the Eagles. So we'll see. Uh, Dolphins are keeping it quiet. But like the Rams, I like the Packers. And money lining my dolphins. Now, if you do those three, that's roughly going to pay eight hundred dollars on a hundred dollar bet. If you want to take the points, the point right now, the line is two and a half um, in favor of the Eagles. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, is it going to be one of these last minute field goals wins it on Sunday Night Football? Possibly. Uh, is that likely to happen? Probably not. Right. So. Uh, and then finally, that's a little typo I have up there for those of you watching the show. That should be Monday Night Football, not Sunday Night Football. We have the San Francisco 49ers um, on Monday night, on prime time, playing against the Minnesota Vikings. 
Um, they're up uh, right now favored by less than a touchdown by six and a half. Watch the injury report here. And, and I, I have it on here on the board. It's two units. That two units is if Christian McCaffrey plays, if Debo's healthy, if Ayuk is playing, Ayuk is, is and, and Ayuk and Debo with Kittle um, and CMC are basically an unstoppable combination for the Vikings. And uh, I expect the Niners to bounce back after that tough loss uh, in Cleveland and, and win big. So, um, but with the, you know, if, if CMC is not playing, I still like the Niners, but I won't be as aggressive. I'll probably bet it one unit. So, you know, I'll make that one disclaimer. Uh, that being said, I like this slate. I, I feel good about it. Uh, you know, we, uh, we haven't had a perfect week yet. We've come close. Uh, we're up a thousand bucks. So that's always fun when you, uh, when you're playing with house money, assuming that's all, that's all you're betting. Um, you know, not super crazy about the saints. Uh, however, keep an eye on the, on that injury report. Um, Lions to beat the Ravens, Raiders to beat the bears, uh, and cover three easily Washington to, uh, beat the giants again, handling quite easily. Uh, on the road, late slate, Rams to beat the Steelers by over three, Packers to win outright over the Broncos, and the game of the week, the Miami Dolphins to beat Philadelphia in Philly, and that will secure the Miami Dolphins as the number one team in the NFL right now, regardless of what the Niners end up doing uh, later on in the day against the uh, Minnesota Vikings. All right, so those are our three picks. Um I do not have time to take any guests today. I have uh, a tight schedule as I'm going off to help and moderate uh, uh, Snipes and Stripes show, our new hockey uh, show with uh, Jeremy Roenick and with Tim Peel. Uh, so I want to thank you all for joining me today. Um, had a really uh, fun run so far. We're up $1,000 if you've been following along. We hit one parlay. We were up two units, but it was a really tough week. Like for a week with, with so many upsets for us to be up, we'll take that. Uh, a quick shout out to Circa, which you should be seeing right there, Circa Las Vegas. Check out that QR code. That should clip you directly to the website. The best sports book in Vegas by far. It's the most fun place. Uh, the casino is 21 and up, so you won't see any strollers and kids walking around. Also, the, the, the casino is newer. The ventilation's great. If you don't like smoke, like it, it's, it's a, a fabulous casino for you to walk through. Above and beyond the sports book, they have an incredible pool. Uh, you can watch Monday Night Football you know, outside with the, with the screens if that's your thing. Uh, I personally like the stadium seating at Circus Sportsbook inside a lot better. And, of course, after you make some money, head down to Barry's Steakhouse, have that bone-in ribeye, and uh, – you know, a nice glass of uh, California cab to celebrate your wins. Um, the show is available to watch on wherever you follow your favorite podcast. I'll be uploading it to uh, Apple, Spotify, iHeart uh, through our partnership with Believe. And uh, also make the show available, of course, on uh, No Filter Network uh, in my vault. Thanks again for joining us. Join me next week. We're going to be doing these at this time, Wednesdays at 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock uh, Eastern gamble, six, that's right. Six Eastern, uh, gamble responsibly and, uh, you know, let's keep making some money. Thanks again for joining us. Big thank you to Circa Las Vegas for partnering with us on the show. All right. Bye now.